This is the School of Woo Woo. Welcome, students. Students, seekers, and people looking to have a good time. Hell yeah. We'll be your guides on this metaphysical adventure. I'm Amber. I'm Leah. And class is now in session. Welcome back, students. Hi, class. Welcome to your Friday fuckery of the week. My favorite class of the week. The class where we just have random thoughts come tumbling out of our mouths, and you get to be here for it. (laughs) Why Amber's pretending like that's not every fucking class? I don't know. Because some of them have more outlines, but you all know how Friday fuckery is. Not much of an outline. So... I have felt guilty for like two weeks. Which is saying a lot. Two whole weeks. Maybe longer. When did we air that episode? Where Liz. Liz. Right. Where I said, Liz is going to say that I was awful and I didn't take the ball gag out. And it wasn't that that bad. So for those of you that have not listened, that is our Libra episode with Liz. Liz Friday Fuckery. Libra Friday Fuckery. That's what it was. Okay. Okay. Libra Friday Fuckery. Yeah. And then. Later, I was like, what a bad kinkster I am. Like, <laughs> someone gave me feedback and said, that was awful, and it was horrible. And instead of me being like, yeah, you're right. I should have, like, checked in with you more. Instead, I was like, no, it wasn't that bad. It so was fine. I just want to take this moment to point out, what? hashtag fucking Scorpio. What? <laughs> Y'all are just like, you can be the best kingsters, or you can just be like, wow. Y'all are fucking mean. Is this the Scorpio episode? <laughs> no, but I'm gearing up, bitch. You we are. are flying towards it rapidly. I've been waiting for no. this since we started the I, podcast. You guys, listen. This is not fair because you are particularly angry at Scorpios right now. And I feel like you are going to be angrier and meaner than you would be otherwise. I am going to be authentic and honest. (laughs) You are not. You are going to be purposefully mean. No. No. I just feel like y'all are purposefully mean. It's my reaction to the malicious intent that some of you have, not you. I'm not saying that you are malicious to Liz. Well. Never, ever. Anyway, I felt badly about it. But just a heads up teaser for Scorpio. <laughs> Leah will be awful. Also, Scorpios tend to lead with no. Like if you ask them yeah. if they want to do something. And Scorpios. Yeah, they're like, no. And then it's like, okay, well, when I said no, I meant yes, but I had to lead with no. Although it made me laugh on the last episode when Destiny the Aries like also said she told you no when you asked if it was a spirit, possibly. And she was like, but I knew in my gut that it was. <laughs> yeah. Was like, okay, so, so Scorpios, Aries, and, and Taurus will say no even when they mean yes. They're like, no, I'm not doing that. Okay, yeah, no, I really want to do that. But. I mean no if it means you're right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can be right. I was more right. Yes. So if you are a top and a sub comes to your bottom and says – this didn't work for me, and you should have given me something. You're supposed to be in control if you're the top. You're and supposed to have clear guidelines of how to move yep. through a situation. And even though we weren't really playing, we were just, I mean, we were playing, but not in a kingster sort of sense. We were just kind of like trying things out and was like, here, put this ball gag on. We did not actually have a full conversation about 
what that meant and how to take it off. And yep. she did have a panic attack. Within. It, is, it can cause a panic attack because the ball gags are large and you can't <laughs> yes. swallow. And you're you like, swallow. become very focused on how, how much experience. fuel is coming out of your well, mouth. I, it's just, you feel a loss of control. Yeah. And so it can take you out of this like feeling of, I could just very easily take this <laughs> off myself because my hands aren't tight. Right. Right. So when she was walking around, with yep. the ball gag, I did not realize that she was having a panic attack. In a space that she'd never been in before. Exactly. In an actual fucking dungeon, y'all, <laughs> where people were actually fucking and, and being tied up and being flogged. It yeah. was a lot of sensory overload. Yep. Yes. So, so I apologize that I was a horrible example to everyone who listens to this podcast of a kinkster. And so I take it back. Liz was right to have called me out. Wow, Liz was right. I just had to have a couple weeks to think about it. (laughs) (laughs) And this is why. This is why. What? I will probably go hard on Scorpios next week. You're such a cunt. I'm not a cunt. Yeah. Y'all could be nicer. And I'm not talking about Amber at all. Amber is not even one of the people I'm referring to. Really? Really? Because my sister just got done roasting me <laughs> on the phone. I was like, because we're going to a party where people are going that I don't like. And she tried explaining to those to people who were inviting those people, Amber will not be nice to them. Yeah, usually that works in my favor, though. Then I get to continue to be the gracious one. Oh, this yeah. Is why, people this think is why Leah's nice. Leah's not that nice. I'm just too good at being the bad Have guy. Have you met a Scorpio before? I'm nice. I'm nice. I don't Fuck burn off. people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on that note of fuck off. Yeah. I meant it in a really nice way, though. I know. That's okay. why we're still friends, so you can fuck off, too. Yeah. All right. So, apology to Liz. Check that off the list. <laughs> um, we also got feedback from someone um, who, after listening to me being like, Oh, yeah, no. When I decide to drink coffee, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, sure, I'll do drugs today. Like, <laughs> that's fine. She was like, yeah, don't do LSD. <laughs> I just don't. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be anywhere near you on LSD. Yeah, I don't think I would want to be around me. But I'm sad about it because I really do think it would be interesting. I think microdosing sounds fun. I'd love to try microdosing with LSD. Okay. I'd love to hear from anybody who has microdosed with LSD, especially if you are using it for depression or anxiety. What if you don't have depression or anxiety and then you want to microdose anyway? Well, if that person happens to be you, absolutely fucking not. Because a microdose of anything is (laughs) too macro. All right, fine. I guess I'll check that off my list as not doing in this life. But I bet (laughs) in another life, I probably already did it. A lot. Like too much. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. I think that's perhaps the problem. That's why my body's this time is like, no. Mm -mm. Yeah. Not going to happen. You died at Woodstock or something. (laughs) Woo! That's scary. Uh, let's see. I mean, you have to go out some way. I Might know. as well be at a festival of love and light with good <laughs> to music. ruin everybody else's good time. <laughs> Maybe you, like wandered off. <laughs> Everyone's like, we were having this wonderful good time, and then this bitch died on us. I don't even know if anyone died there. What do I know? Yeah. So I mean, I don't want to be ruining other people's party. You're so full of shit right now. That's that's actually the first lie you've told in a long time. <laughs> I don't. With my death was the end uh, of my sentence. No. Every Scorpio ever. That's exactly how they want to use their death. No. They're like, watch ruin this. everybody else's yes. day. Like, you were having a good day. <laughs> Fuck on your day. I think that's the 
most I'm Scorpionic thing ever that a Scorpio could do is to I'm be like, dying right I'm going to spite you so hard that I'm going to will myself to stop my heart right now. <laughs> You know, it's a tough job. You really have to time when you're going to do that. Yes. <laughs> really but have to pick anyone's going to do it well, yeah. it'll be a Scorpio. Okay, I do still feel like you're jumping ahead. <laughs> All of this wrath, I'm hoping you will settle down. Will a Scorpio come fuck Leah right now and, like, get her in a good place no, with us? No, they won't, Amber. We have already, like, played this experiment out. Will anyone come fuck her right now and get her in a good mood for Scorpios next week? It's a little too much bitter right now. I'm not even bitter. Every time I try to be like, think a mean thought about this particular Scorpio, I actually (laughs) giggle. So I'm like, whatever. Fuck you guys. (laughs) I can't even be mad at y'all, but I am over y'all. I'm moving on to Leo's officially. Wow. Yeah. Okay. This is your official announcement. It's it's over. Yeah. You're no more with the Scorpios. No more with the Scorpios. Okay. You go deep. See, this is the thing. Okay. About Scorpios. Tell me. Tell tell me. It all. Tell me now. Is that I get lured into the intensity of it and I Mm -hmm. go way into the depths with them. And then they're like, wait, I forgot my life jacket. (laughs) They like leave. I'm like, okay, let's just go hang out and experience the highs of a Leo rather than the lows of a Scorpio. Because. Where they just bounce. Scorpios really do like the intensity. They can't hang. In and the then they're like, you know what? You might hurt me. So oh. I'm going to back away. I'm going to hurt you Because this feels like you're, yeah, this feels like you're going to hurt me. <laughs> so I'm definitely going to hurt you. It's true. Every you time do you- remember Scorpios have a stinger for a tail, right? Yeah. Yeah. How so, could I forget? They yeah. never let me. Yeah. So it's like. No, no, bitch. <laughs> I'm going to sting you real quick. I told you everything I've never told anyone else, and yeah. now I'm mad at myself, so I'm going to sting you. Yes. yes. I'm familiar yeah. with this game. Uh-huh. So, the sun, the Leo. Okay. Moving You want to go play in the sun now? Yes. You don't want to be in Hades. Correct. Okay. Fine. Fair enough. I choose the sun card over the death card. <sighs> How long will this last? Not long. Okay, because I'm like, <laughs> you. this has been a long-standing addiction of yours. So I'm I like, know. you're just like, cold turkey, no more. I'm like, is it no more until the Scorpio shows up? Well, obviously. Oh, okay. All right. Or someone with just like heavy, heavy Pluto, yes. Pluto placements in your chart. Oh, yeah, that's already happening. So I've already found that person. Okay, yeah. If you want to know if you're, okay, so Sinistry Charts. My favorite. We have not really told everyone too much about them. We chatted very briefly in the astrology prerequisite. Yeah. So that is just like your chart in comparison to someone else's chart. And you can see where those that person's planets are touching your planets and Ugh, how they're aspecting your planets. It's the sexiest part of astrology. If they have Pluto touching your things, it will be... Intense and intoxicating and magnetic and obsessive, and it'll feel faded and it's alluring. It's very it's difficult to get so back out of. Oh, good. It's so good. I've been so bad. I know. I have now gotten to the point where I require everyone's astrology information <laughs> just to be able to, like, have some basic guidelines moving forward. And boundaries for yourself. Yeah, but the thing is, it never fails that someone's Pluto is always touching my sun or moon if I'm interested. Otherwise, I'm not interested. Is my Pluto touching your things? You're not interested in me? 
Is Lame. this where we have this conversation again? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Just, just the same conversation we have every day. Um, it's not that I'm interested in you. I just really want to be desired. So I'm familiar. That's another Scorpio tactic, oh, okay. actually. Okay. All right. <laughs> you like, right. watch this. Yeah. Okay. So Pluto, you are attracted to them. I to love that energy. But energy. like... We do have a friend, an astrology friend, who now, like, will not be in relationships if there's plutonic energy. Yeah, I think I'm moving in that direction. I had to tell Mm. the person that I'm meeting with today after looking at their chart. I was like, okay, well, I think that we should all be eyes wide open. I don't think it should only be me (laughs) that's aware of what we're about to do. Okay. I was like, your Pluto is touching my sun. And as fun as that's going to feel for you for a while... (laughs) Because it will feel like you're the puppet master. Mm -hmm. If I take my son away, a heavy dark cloud will descend upon you. Well, yeah. That isn't going to happen. Yeah. So I had to be really like, I figure that's actually like the kink of it all, right? Is to be really upfront (laughs) with people with the information I have. Here is how your heart is going to be broken. Yes. Do you still want to proceed? Yeah. And people don't believe you when you say they things do like not. that. When you're this like, gentleman listen, has like literally They're like astrology. <laughs> yeah. Laughing it off. Uh-huh. So three days now he's asked me to repeat this and it's getting awkward because I'm like, I don't want to keep telling you that you're gonna be obsessed with me because that <laughs> feels really just like egocentric and yeah. narcissistic and all the things. But I'll probably be obsessed with you too. Like, mm-hmm. you know, for the for time a while. Being. Okay. So, that's not the only thing to look for in a synastry chart. No, there's so much to look for. Is yeah. Are your Venus and Mars chatting? That makes for great sex. Do your sun and moon have, like, conversation with right. each other in your synastry? So, you have, like, great emotional connections mm-hmm. with each other. And you can understand each other. And how one person thinks is how the other person feels. And you've yeah. got all of this, oh, like, it's a innate understanding. Good, yeah. It feels juicy and safe. How is your Mercury touching? Uh, how then, are your How are you talking? You yep. need to have your Mercury, like, engaged. Otherwise, it's like, we've got nothing to say to each other. Yeah. And then you want to start looking at the houses. Where do your planets fall in each other's houses? Mm-hmm. So it's very in-depth. It's incredibly interesting. And like I said before in the astrology prerequisite, it's not just for lovers and partners. It can be used oh, yeah, in no. all ways, and it's always just fascinating. You can look at your coworkers. You can look at your family members. You can be like, okay, what's going on here? Yeah. The disappointing part always comes back to, though, if you don't have a birth time, you don't have access to where the planets are going to fall in each other's houses. So that's a bummer. If you have your own, though, you can still see where that person's in your, your house. Yep. Yeah. Still, you want to see where you're like sitting in their houses, but, and you Mm -hmm. want that angle of the ascendant as well. So that's the birth time. It's It's important. important. (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's the end of this class. Birth times are important. Note them. I know, because you can even see certain things like, well, anyway. There's a lot. There's a lot in the chart. You can see affairs. You can see things in the chart depending on where the planets fall in certain houses. Because mm-hmm. twelfth house is hidden. Yeah. So yeah, that's a good thing to keep in mind. Yeah, all of those things that you can see in a chart, and and you can see if someone's like just naturally. I hesitate to use the word player, but depending on where their Venus or Mars is as well, you can see like how their energy manifests with the external world. Yeah, totally. Like someone showed me a man's chart one time and his, he was like a Sag 
with a Mars Aries with like an ascendant in some, it was like all this energy that was like not in, not relationship energy. And I was like, drop it now. Drop it. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Yeah. It's, it's all everything in this chart that's sexual is all about freedom and multiple partners. And yep. unless you're OK with that. Yeah, I mean, that's fun, too. So it really does give you, like, a lot of information to give you more of that eyes wide open Mm -hmm. before you kind of proceed. So do start playing with synastry with the people that you have their information. So when you're reading a chart, this kind of segues into Karen contacted us and said, you guys need to do an episode. One of Amber's token Virgo friends. Yes, I've got them. (laughs) Um, About what's... What does it mean when there's, like, houses and who rules the house, but my house is in something else? Mm-hmm. And so when you're looking at your own chart, when the houses are the lines that come off that make it look like a pie. Mm-hmm. And the they're going to – wherever they start in whatever sign is where that house starts for you. But the houses each have their own intrinsic ruler. Mm-hmm. And so you also have to look at what's the – natural ruler of that house and where is that Mm -hmm. in someone's chart so it's kind of complicated but that's a kind of a really short answer to karen's question it is complicated and there's a lot of information that's tucked away within that as well simply like let's talk about the seventh house really quickly and then we'll move on to the rest of the fuckery so if you look at the seventh house your house ruler is either going to describe the kind of partner that you're going to marry that's like the Mm -hmm. general idea but also let's say that your house starts in in Gemini. So we say your seventh house is in Gemini, Mm -hmm. but it quickly transitions into cancer. Well, those are two very distinctly different feelings. Mm -hmm. So someone may marry you thinking, wow, you're light and fun and mercurial and Mm -hmm. adventure seeking. And then all of a sudden you're a few years into your marriage and this person never wants to leave the house. And they're emotional Mm -hmm. and they're really attached to you and they just want to, yeah. So depending on how big that house is, it can cover multiple Um, signs and then we'll show how you kind of transition in a relationship exactly Mm -hmm. and so these are important things to know as well so that you're not blindsided by your partner transitioning the sort of relationship that they want to have with you yeah they're like yeah i start off like this yep but i'm gonna end like this Mm -hmm. and you know sometimes where it ends is not where you wanted to be <laughs> it's very different than where it started like, oh, okay. and i've seen this happen a lot within sinistry charts when you look at marriages where it's like oh you just had no idea yeah the other thing that i love about sinistry going back to it sorry because it's because it's literally endless it's just really helpful in relationships where it's like mm-hmm. okay so you're not getting like any of your needs met mm-hmm. and i can see why you're like upset in this relationship mm-hmm. because you know in this chart this is what your chart is saying you need and this is what this other person's chart is saying that they need mm-hmm. and and some of those really juicy pieces of a chart maybe are what you're living through while you're dating. And it's so much easier to ignore the squares that mm-hmm. are that exist within that chart. And then the more time you spend with someone, the squares become much more prominent. And yeah. so these are all really helpful things to know. Yeah. And if you're dating, that's a different house yeah, than a marriage. Yeah. Right. So the fifth house, that's love affairs. Mm-hmm. That's fun. It's gambling. It's having a good time and having adventures. And, and creativity. On, yeah, creativity and mm-hmm. just excitement. And depending on if you follow like old school astrology or newer astrology, sometimes people believe that the fifth house includes sex. Yeah. And so, good God, like if that fifth house is all juicy that you are like, 
playing off of during right. that dating You're having piece. so much fun. Yeah, but imagine that then by the time you make it to that seventh house, you've got Capricorn energy. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so not fun. You might have guessed I have Scorpio in the seventh house. So right. So you're I, just like, it's who you're attracted yes. to. Yes. You generally are drawn to whatever that sign is. And if you aren't drawn to that particular sign, it could be like you're drawn to someone with like those same qualities mm-hmm. of that sign. Or maybe their moon is that sign and you don't know. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you don't yeah. know. Because what is it that they say? Seventh house is who you're attracted to. Eighth house is who's attracted to you. Yeah. That's the other bummer of it. So it's so. I know. And mine, both of mine are in Aquarius. Fuck you. You're I'm like, so oh, lucky. No. You're so lucky. It's so, I think it's so fortunate to be attracted to the sign that's attracted to you. Mine is, I'm attracted to Scorpios. Trust, it's never worked out. Look at this. <laughs> um, but my eighth house is Sagittarius. And really, they're like the only men that just like. Come out and want to talk to you. Yeah, want to like pursue the shit out of me, and it's like, but I don't really trust (laughs) y'all. So here we are in this conundrum. But my seventh house isn't in Sagittarius. (laughs) I'm not interested in you. Exactly. So that can be really helpful information too, just to take a peek if you do have your birth time to be like, ah, and this explains why. Yeah. Who's who's approaching you out of the blue? Yeah. Yeah. That is the good thing. At least I do like the Aquarians. Yes. That's like the coolest thing ever. I know, but then it's like, you know, do I ever branch out from them? Not really. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. I'm like, so here I am again, still with these fuckers. (laughs) Except for they're never around. Yeah. I I would be with them, but they've they've (laughs) dropped off again. Yep. Whatever. New ones always show up, though. That's the beauty of Aquarius. Is that what I have to keep in mind? Yeah. Okay. So... We need to do something more on houses then. Yeah, we need to chat about that. That will be a little bit more clear to understand. Hopefully, we'll see. It's kind yeah. of a lot of information to be receiving over a podcast on it, how to read You know, if we're being entirely honest, which we try to do with y'all all the time, mm-hmm. um, we did try on one of our very first episodes to discuss houses, and it was yeah. such an overwhelming topic. That's that we how were we like, were actually yes! going to start. Yes! And then we were right. Like, We were trying to explain houses and planets and the signs and what they all meant. And it was so boring. It was awful. (laughs) And like partway through, I was like, okay, so can we scratch all of this and let's do Game of Thrones? (laughs) (laughs) Can we just talk about Game of Thrones? That's all we're talking about anyway. And fuck this house shit. Yeah. Yeah. So So as we've discussed more about each of the signs. I think it makes more sense once we've actually like circled the whole Zodiac even. I know. I'm like, maybe this is not the... Maybe this house talk makes more sense at, at the, the end. end. It does because everyone will have a general idea of the energy of each sign. Yeah. And so then when we get into the houses, it'll just be a lot easier to get. Okay. Great. All right. Cleared that up. Woo. Have we like left y'all in like a dizzying mess at this point? Have we even talked about anything yet? Well, I think everyone's looking up their charts to see where their seventh and eighth houses yeah. are. Because yeah. people are usually interested in that. They're <laughs> yeah. like, but who likes me? Yeah. I'm like, well, at least start there. You're like, so fuck boys. <laughs> fuck boys and fuck girls. That's all that like me. I knew it. Yeah. Well, that's one way to find out. Yeah. <laughs> So Summer gave us some feedback. She listened to our last episode and she, um, where we said, oh, Summer said they don't have voice boxes. Like you can't mm-hmm. hear them. She hears them in her head. And she was like, but I'm not clairaudient. Mm. I'm clairvoyant. So I see things. I don't hear things. So maybe that's why I can't hear mm-hmm. them. And I was like, oh, yeah, excellent point. Duh. Yeah. There are people who don't see anything but like have conversations and yeah, like can totally. actually hear what someone is saying. Yeah. So true that. Okay, great. 
you, if you're clairaudient, you probably can talk to them, to spirits. 100%. Um, and she also said that 29 was the number that she follows. So that's kind of like her yes, if something is a 29. And she came about that because it just kept being a number that shows up in her life. So mm-hmm. you had mentioned that that might be one of the ways that you find your, your yes path. or no yeah. yeah that it's like something is reoccurring a mm-hmm. sign or a number or something that just like keeps happening so for summer it would be like the weirdest thing like her receipts sometimes will be like 29 29 mm-hmm. like 29 dollars 29 cents and just always in her life and so mm-hmm. then she just started leaning into that 29 mm-hmm. a little bit more and it just keeps guiding her where she needs to go yeah where she for her personally that's just like her number and if she's trying to make decisions on like oh what way do i go do i who do i see or whatever if there's a 29 associated with them she's like oh that's where i go and it just makes it really easy for her and she just like flows with that whole mm-hmm. energy so again picking a yes or being open to the things that are coming into your life great yeah and 29 so always look up numbers if numbers are popping up for you um they often have their own meaning you're probably Mm going to create and attach your own meaning to it as well that's important too what you believe about it is way more important than what you're going to find out on the internet or through a book 29 though i just think is so interesting because it's the um degree in astrology of intuition yes it is. So that's the other thing to look for in your chart. That would be another way to know that that is where your intuition sits in your chart is do you have planets sitting on the 29th degree? Mm-hmm. Which is great for Summer because she is super intuitive. Yeah. So she just like keeps moving through this mm-hmm. like whole thing. And I was thinking about it because I was like, oh, I said owls, but I felt badly because I didn't mention spiders. Oh, I love spiders. And for me, spiders are kind of like um, me speaking to my guides. Mm-hmm. And it's... I just have spiders around me in like the randomest places, but they're often in my bathtub at least once a day, if not more than that. And I was going on vacation. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to come back and this whole bathtub is just going to be spider webs because they're always constantly in my bathtub. Mm -hmm. And then I came back and there was not one, nothing at all. No spider webs, no spiders, no sign of spiders. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And the very next day, spiders were in my bathtub again and so I was like okay well this is where I often meditate and like hang out and I wasn't there and so they weren't even interested (laughs) and now here they are again so spiders are often things that I follow yeah you should never go to Australia with that (laughs) right well they have so many poisonous ones they'll be like coming to hang out and it's like no seriously I can't have you here with me (laughs) I like spiders a lot but the thought of you in a place like Australia does make me feel like we're never going to go there together. Okay. Well, it's good for us to make travel plans this (laughs) way. Okay. At least I don't bring in like cassowaries. Yes. Yes. Y'all. Oh my gosh. That's what nightmares are made of. Yeah. So I don't do that. It's just a spider. Just a spider that'll kill you in an instant. No bigs. No, No bigs. Okay, so what else did we need to touch on today? Um, We want to talk about clairsentience that we never, ever discuss that for some people that's how you're going to receive information is through your guides actually like giving you a physical sensation. So Mm -hmm. like some people use muscle testing and to me it feels like muscle testing with your spirit guides. So for some people, if they have a yes, like let's say they've gone into meditation or they're just like chatting with their guides or the divine and they ask a question, for some people it'll feel like warm honey is like flowing all over their body. Mm -hmm. Um, If it's a definite no, like let's say you're about to walk into a really dangerous situation, some people have described like a very painful like 
tap or mm-hmm. ping kind of yeah. like on certain parts of their body. So those are things to pay attention to. You may not have a weird disease. You may just be having communication from spirit. Yeah. And you can, when in meditation, you can ask your guides to give you a physical sensation so that you mm-hmm. know when they're there. And so be really open to what do you feel at that moment when yep. you ask for that sign and then you can ask for it again or like let me know that you're here and then see if you get that same Mm -hmm. physical sensation again yeah and also it's a way that you can set up so like if you did want to know like is this situation in my highest good perhaps Mm -hmm. they you have some tool that you've decided with your spirit guide that they can use yeah well I was just going to use the example and that's probably what you were also about to move into that we do have a friend whose left shoulder when it's a no she gets very she gets pain in that Mm -hmm. area of Mm -hmm. her body yeah I did just chat with her though and she was saying she's hesitant to even call it pain she said Mm -hmm. I realized I'm calling it pain and that's not really an accurate description so I don't want to scare you all off from Mm -hmm. this if that is the way that spirit talks to you Mm -hmm. it's more sensations and legitimately pressure pressure Pressure, but it's pricks Mm -hmm. or tingliness Mm -hmm. or again that sensation of like warm honey being like poured over you but when it's a no it's not the warm honey for her no 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 no. yeah yeah it's more and everyone's different I don't think that she even has the warm honey I've just heard other people describe it that way Mm -hmm. and the other thing to think about if that is the tool that you are finding oh my gosh that is Mm -hmm. what's happening for me then Louise L. Hayes heal your body is another really useful tool perhaps not always but it might be something to look into if you haven't really clearly made that language for yourself with spirit because it can take a while it is a language um if they're giving you sensations like say you ask a question you're getting sensations in different parts of your body do check out louise l hayes heal your body see what she has to say about it that might be helpful or useful information as well it's just helpful if you feel like you keep having a recurring problem at somewhere in mm-hmm. your particular body. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're like, I always have kidney problems. It's worth taking a look at that and oh, see if anything resonates. For everyone, yes. And everything is in there. Like, yeah. I mean, like, I can't even name anything that's not in there. There are some things that aren't in there, and then it's really frustrating. Because you're like, <laughs> Louise, from the beyond, tell me. She just has so many things. Because sometimes, even if it's like, Oh, maybe it's not like a particular, you can't find the exact disease maybe. Yeah. But you can find like the area of the body that you can start there and you can kind of look at like, okay, what does she say about eyes? Mm -hmm. Okay. What is she saying about cataracts? Is it something different? What is she saying about, you know, vision problems? it's really just the idea that we have discussed um, in previous episodes, like very just we've danced around the topic, but that your body does hold information. Mm -hmm. And so it will protect you if it doesn't feel like you're in a space to handle perhaps that trauma or that information. But eventually you've got to deal with it because it will actually like cause physical damage. Yeah. So, but it is trying to save you until you're ready to process things. Yeah. Some things that you just cannot physically or mentally emotionally handle in that moment your body is clever and smart and kind to you and it will hold that until it can no longer hold it and it needs to be dealt with so louise l hayes heal your body it's like when we found that fish in your leg yeah right hanging out there (laughs) right it's like oh you've been holding on to this anger for a very long time (laughs) we should let that go yeah move it out of your body so The last thing that we wanted to touch on is that we're going to have a costume contest for Halloween. 
Yes. And we love a good party and yep. a better costume. <laughs> yes. So if you dress up for Halloween, please save your picture. We're going to put the details out next week. And we want to see everyone's lovely costumes. Yes. Thank you in advance for sharing your costumes with us. I know. It'll be so much fun. Yeah. Okay. And then with that, I think we're done. All right, y'all. Have a beautiful week. <laughs> Bye, students. Bye, class. All right, students, thanks for joining us for another class. And for today's homework, you're going to take a look at your chart. You know, I think we've had this homework more than once. But take a look at it. See what's going on in your 7th house and in your 8th house. And if you want to start playing around with sinistry, ask for consent first. But maybe with your bestie or your boyfriend or whatever, (laughs) whoever you want to know more about, look into that and give us feedback if you have more questions regarding that. And as always, extra credit, rate, review, subscribe, share with a friend, tell a friend, chat with us anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) We look forward to hearing from you. Bye, students. Bye, class.